Back in 2020, just as the pandemic was beginning, we hosted a series of conversations, each of them with a wise and intriguing individual. As we recommenced the series in 2022, we created this summary of some of the best outtakes for you to dive into and reflect on wiser conversations. We hope you enjoy this look back and encourage you to share the episode with friends and colleagues. So the trauma of colonization affects everybody. It doesn't just affect Māori, it affects us in a way because we are the ones who are continuing to be colonized. But also the people who are in the colonizing role are forced to continue in the colonizing role. So I would like to see a community where we can have radical, honest conversations about this. What does a word like lockdown imply and feel like? How might we choose the words we use more carefully? And what words of the ancients can inspire us to live more wisely today? In this conversation with Māori psychologist, researcher and thought leader, Dr. Hinemoa Elder, we explore these questions and we reflect too on the very live trauma of living in a post-colonial society. Part of me thinks if you look far enough back anyone that celebrated at some point in time can be judged negatively today. Like if you look three, four, 500 years, almost everyone's done something that doesn't make sense today. And then there's a spectrum of people that really shouldn't be celebrated. But I I wonder how, how you think about that before we just pull down everybody. Um, Is there a way that you keep people that have done bad things as we judge them today but you keep them in a different context and you explain it or you kind of use it to educate or is it like, no, these people must come down. They mustn't be statues or plaques or, I mean, cause it can go, it could go forever. Cities, universities, schools, names of towns, roads, mm. all those things that if you really went down to each one of them, you could really go be, go on for a long time on this to pull down and rebuild. And maybe that is the right thing, but I'll be interested in what you think. Hmm. Yes, it's a, it's a very, it's, I think it's a very important discussion and I don't think there's necessarily one simple answer. I, I think there is, there is clearly, there are a group of monuments that are absolutely abhorrent. And I suppose the question in my mind is how do we, how do we remember the abhorrence? Because we can look at other places around the world where, you know, symbols of oppression and totalitarian and political systems which have been designed to, for example, cleanse, ethnically cleanse certain groups from that community. Those, the, the monuments have been built and then they've been removed. And there's been the sense of, but how do we how do we remember this cruelty? How do we remember this oppression to try to make sure it doesn't happen again? And I suppose, you know, Germany is a, is a country where they've really grappled with this. And so they've taken their own approach. And so you can go and visit, you know, mm-hmm. some of these, these absolutely horrifying places where, where Jewish people were slaughtered in, in massive numbers. And so I think we, we can learn from the finding our own local solution to balance. And, and also I think, you know, the destruction of some of these hideous objects it serves an important purpose. You know, people have a lot of emotion. And as a psychiatrist, I, this is what I honor every day is 
the pain and suffering and the trauma that people are still living with because of, frankly, people like Captain Cook. And, and so people need a way to ventilate that emotion. And if, and if destroying a monument or putting a little shed over it, which I thought was a pretty ingenious thing, it helps people to feel better. I think there's a role for that. Mm. So, and then of course people would say, well, how do we make sure that that kind of outpouring of emotion doesn't get out of control? Well, that's another conversation that we can have. But I think let's, let's think about the functionality of what people need from that process of removing, removing those objects and how that removal is done. And then how we might need to, collect some of those things in in ways and we've got you know we've got the internet we can we can curate places whether they're virtual or real places for people to go and learn about and for children for us to pass on we we're talking about passing on knowledge for us to pass on knowledge as communities about human suffering and cruelty and discrimination and how we on the other hand also pass on, well, how do we guard against that? Right. So that, that's where I'm sitting with, with those things. Yeah. And I, I understand that many people feel the need to, to destroy those objects. And um, I don't have a problem with it. I don't think that there's a, there's a problem with going back and we would have to destroy, you know, many, many things. Lost. Kia ora, thank you for taking the time to tune into this mini episode by Wiser Conversations. The host is Derek Candley and I'm the creative producer Shay Zara Blomfield. What resonated with you from this recording? Maybe you want to reach out to us on social media, share the link with a friend or leave a review. All these things support us and we love to hear feedback. If you want to hear more, you can find the full episode and others from Wiser Conversations on your favorite podcast app. We hope you'll join us again soon.